Hey, I'm Olivia. I'm Arrest the Killers of Breonna Taylor. Period. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Let's, let's say their names. Let me go find their names right now. Alright. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad. I know we were supposed to talk about a completely different subject to begin with, but I'm kind of, I'm very glad I did that. Right. Their names are Jonathan Mattingly, Miles Cosgrove, and Brett Hankinson. And only Brett Hankinson has been fired, but I heard that he got, like, fucking rehired, so let's change that, please. Thank you. Let's also get the um killer of George Floyd. They raised a million dollars to raise his bail. Let's also get him back in jail, please. All right. Because right. So, like, this he's, is for why, though. I saw a video of him, like, buying freaking Oreos and milk at a freaking Walmart. Like, how are you going to sell Oreos and milk to the man who wouldn't let someone breathe? Right, like... Um, making it sense. But this is for why, though, and today's topic will be problematic singers, uh, more focusing on fucking peaches, because we all know she's a problem. And also the topic of colorism and how it divides the black community further. So I think I'm going to let Olivia take the lead on the conversation about uh, on Peaches. And then we'll move into Problematic Singers. I want Olivia to take the lead on that because she's the one who's been constantly updating me about it. And and we're all really interested and passionate about it. But I feel like she (laughs) deserves to have the lead on this one. Not only for her passionate research, but also for her real interest in the topic and the safety of Peach's baby. So take it away. Well, thank you. Um, So basically, we all know who Peaches is, and if you don't, she's this, um, she's this, quote, like, she she has music, she's an artist, and, like, her, she can sing, but the fact is, is that she sells her baby's body for sex, and her baby is six months or a year old. That, that doesn't change anything but it's it's between those two and she lost custody at first but now she she regained custody like a month ago and she keeps posting on her instagram like saying that i could do what i want with my child's body and like people are supporting her because they think it's a joke when it's not a joke like there's so much evidence and she like she called someone to rape charlie d'amelio and that was not a joke, and it and it's not funny. And I don't see how people support someone like that. Like they just laugh at mental illnesses, and like I just don't like it. And that's it. Um, Peaches. Um, wait, are you are you sure she regained custody, or like was that? Like I'm thing? positive. Jesus. Anyways, um, Peaches, um, she basically rose to like the level of fame that she has because she would put videos online of her, um, going to her shit. Yeah, and uh, well, that that was beforehand. Before she, um, she would show up to the houses of like internet influencers she would show up to their houses um she's got she has videos from outside of charlie d'amelio's window she went inside molly trevejo's house while she was on vacation speaking of molly trevejo is another problem but like that that's that's different but um 
Yeah, she she she's literally committed crimes that there there's countless numbers and countless like amounts of evidence proving that she's done the crimes, but she's faced little to no consequence. Exactly, because she's she got so popular mainly because of TikTok, and that is a whole problem in itself. It was people viewed her as a joke and as this weird girl. And oh my god, she's eating her shit. Oh my god, is she wiping period blood on her face? Ha ha ha, that's so funny. I love seeing her embarrass herself. Like, that's how they treated her. That's how they treated her. And they gave her a platform when she obviously was not mentally stable enough to handle a platform online, especially that big of a platform that she has. Peaches rose to fame on TikTok mainly because she was doing all this outrageous and crazy stuff. That interested that interested people and made people laugh. So she gained a huge follower count simply because of the outrageous act she was committing. And then it started to get more and more severe. Like Olivia and Caleb mentioned, she's literally selling her baby's body. She talked about like she's she has issues in the head. She's selling her baby's body. She's breaking into people's houses. And there are still people treating this like a joke. Like she is a genuine danger to herself and a danger to others around her. There are text messages of her. And this man or this woman talking about selling her baby's body and profiting off of it and splitting what they make. Um, she's getting deleted on platforms. She deactivated her account. And then she's getting these platforms right back simply because she's this oh, famous girl who, and it can't be real. And some of this has to be fake. No, it's all real. And the proof is all there. And she obviously has some issues in the head, but no one seems to care because as long as they're laughing, her mental issues don't matter. She's really, she actually has a disorder and it shows. She shows all the symptoms, disregard for others, disregard for her baby, the God complex type actions like, oh, I'm doing no wrong and I can do whatever I want with my baby's body. And these things that she's doing, that's not what a mentally stable person does. She needs to be checked into a mental hospital. People love to see People love to see others put themselves down, belittle themselves, and do crazy shit for the enjoyment of others. And to be honest, this whole online culture of promoting people who do crazy shit for laughs and giving them platforms when they obviously cannot handle them or should not be given one, when you know they don't deserve one, and yet you give them a huge platform and following anyway, simply because it's funny? No, it doesn't matter if it's funny. It, there's a line. There's a definite line. There's a limit. And Peaches has passed, hit, broken. She's broken every limit and passed every boundary. And she needs to have everything taken away from her. Um. Um. I've been. Follow- she accepted me on her private account on Instagram, and I think it's like basically where she's like obsessed with Nicki Minaj and stuff. And, like, she's talking, like, Nicki Minaj a problem, too. Like, that's just something that we should all agree on. I just think I should add that. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. Um, pedophilia, working with 6ix9ine, a literal convicted pedophile, 18 years old, touching on a naked 13-year-old girl. Um, Let's see. Here's also, child molester. Married to a ch- um, her brother's a child molester. You said that they literally found his cum in that little girl's panties. And He's yet- a rapist. Oh my god! I'm on a fan page of Peaches right now, and this is just these videos she posts of herself, and the music she makes, and the position she puts her the positions that she places herself in. 
it's not funny. This woman is legitimately mentally unstable. She's putting herself at risk. She's putting her daughter in danger. She's literally posting videos of herself naked online, eating feces, sending rape threats, and all these things only to literally get laughed at. And people move on like it's not important. Oh, and she she showed her cooter on Charlie's <laughs> Millie Live, too. Are you serious? Yes, an underage girl. Like, she should be charged with so many things, and nobody's doing anything about it. And that's a whole other issue on itself. Why does no one care about Black women's mental health? Black people's mental health in general, but especially Black women's mental health. Why is it always downplayed? Why is it why is it always pushed to the side or shoved or shoved away or swept under the rug simply because no one wants to talk about it? Here's like a big news flash. I don't know if you like realize this already. You know, black women can have mental disorders too. There's this whole stereotype that society has pushed on black women that black women are always strong or black women are magical. Black girl magic, yeah, because it's not fucking real. Black women don't always have to be strong. And yes, they have dealt with a lot of stuff colorism in the black community being constantly looked down on by black men like white girls are so much better and this and this and that being forced to straighten their hair because of societal standards being told that they're ugly because of eurocentric beauty standards it's like black women have to deal with a lot but that doesn't change the fact that they need help too black women can't always be expected to be strong especially with all these with all these issues that they're forced to deal with Having to grow up young, at, having to grow up at such a young age, constantly being called fast, or being over-sexualized simply because of the color of their skin and their culture—it's not—it's not okay. And I feel like that's a reason why Peaches is being overlooked like this. Black women have mental disorders too. Black women can have depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder. Every single disorder there is, black women can have it. Black women are not always strong. Black women are not always resilient. Black women are versatile. They're people. And I feel like people have to realize that. Well, I have to disagree on something. Like, I think black girl magic do exist. Because, like, I believe the turn came from from when um, a black girl, a black slave was getting whipped. And her slave owner had a stroke and died and so they burnt her and ever since then it's been like black girl magic i'm not sure i'm not um downplaying the uplifting of black women i think the term in itself is really good black girl magic yes black women are magical but at the same time that term has been twisted and changed to where it means black women are strong and can only be strong you're a black girl. You have black girl magic. You're not supposed to. You're you're supposed to stay strong. You can't. You can't break. You can't be soft. Like no, that's not true. The term in itself was really good. Like the flexing my complexion shirts, the black girls rock, black girl magic. All of that is very beautiful and very necessary, especially in a society that likes to downplay black women. But at the same time, don't use the term black girl magic to try to make up things that aren't fucking possible. That's that's really all I have to say. Yeah, basically, basically, don't use it to downplay the fact that mental illness among the community of black women isn't a thing. Yeah, right. Oh, and there's something else. Like, men do have mental illnesses. I think everyone should know that by now. 
<laughs> because how we handle like men being like mentally ill, we say, oh, toughen up. You're supposed to be a man. Don't cry. You're supposed to be a man. Like, let's just stop that because like they're human too. And not every man has to be some type of strong warrior. Heavy agree on that. Heavy agree. Uh, back to what Vega brought up about it being about downplaying mental illness, not only in black women, but in the black community as a whole. This is a really good thing to add in to kind of add on to her point. When crimes are committed and if, if a shooting happens and the person wielding the gun and the person who is responsible for the shooting is a white person. They're mentally ill, is what is what is what they they say, and that person can either get off scot free, or be treated. Basically, they could be treated like they didn't do anything wrong. But if the person holding the gun were to be a black person, then they're a criminal and a menace to society, which. I'm not saying that if it is a black person responsible for doing it then they should get off scot-free I'm saying that if a white person does it they shouldn't get off scot-free and be diagnosed with illness exactly like it's so quick for all these school shooters I remember the school shooter wow I misspoke I think his name was Dylan Roof he, he, he's the one that he is the one that shot up a black church. Oh wow! He literally got Burger King. Yeah, I they, read. they took him to Burger King before they when they brought him into custody. But when they were on their way back to him being put into containment, they gave him Burger King. And I just remember the story I read about this black man who was in Walmart holding a fake gun. He was on the phone, and his last words were literally, "It's not real." So, um, I, I don't like that. I don't like the treatment. Uh, it's an obvious issue. We've talked about it before. But that's just to add on to Caleb's point. And also, it's just black people already have the stereotype, which is very untrue. You can't, you can't really place a violent gene in a whole race of people. It's just not going to work. Yeah, black people have the stereotype of being more, quote unquote, violent. That's not true. It hasn't proven to be true. There's no proof of that. If you really want to take a look at genes, let's talk about intergenerational trauma, which is proven to be real in Black people and Jewish people. Jewish people, inter- their, their trauma from the Holocaust, that shit is passed down to generation to generation, and Native American people and Black people. Intergener- intergenerational trauma is a real thing, which is a why it leads to toxic environments and households. Like, let's take a look at things that are actually real instead of placing these false narratives on entire groups of people. I, I'm really tired of seeing people act like they care when they're doing absolutely no- nothing to support any movements, and not just Black Lives Matter but any movements that are supposed to push towards equality. Exactly, because I be scrolling on TikTok and I see black people saying, like, share, comment, 
if you wouldn't shoot me. Um, scroll, if yes. And I'm just like, why are you using, like, they're making Black Lives Matter seem like it's a trend, which already racist people think, and they're making their point right. It's exploitation towards a serious movement for publicity. Exactly. Like, and yesterday I was thinking, because, like, you know how people say, like, that black people are violent. Yeah. And stuff. But if we are so violent, wouldn't we be at the top instead of white people? That is a good point to raise because there's been people saying that from the beginning of time and yeah, who colonized who? Right, because like obviously they're violent if they sit there and take Native Americans land and kill every single one of them and the ones that they didn't kill they cut their hair off which is like very very disrespectful to them like cutting their hair is part of their spirit and their soul and everything like it's that's why they grow it out as long as they possibly can and put braids in it and you raise an amazing point thank you go go i was (laughs) i was about Um, to say like you know, the Europeans were literally dirty and they brought all that disease and they had the audacity to call Native American savages. And like you said, they say that Native Americans were violent, but Europeans literally came in with guns and disease and Native Americans bathed more than the Europeans ever did. Like, Right. One time Europeans went into this land and they brought a disease there and the whole race was wiped out. The whole race was wiped out. Because they're nasty disease. I think it was smallpox. Yeah. I I think so. They would also lace blankets with smallpox and give it to Native American tribes. Wow. Like, that is just disgusting. Like, Native Americans literally used to make fun of how they stink so bad. And that's hilarious. I find that hilarious. And the thing is, is that how you was talking about, like, things get passed on the generation to generation, like white guilt and how when they get wet, they, they kind of smell like wet dogs. <laughs> I'm being so serious. Like, that stuff passed down. No comment. <laughs> Absolutely no comment. I'm not not you, Caleb. not you, Caleb. You I, feel I, I I don't care. I'm not entertaining that. Let's let's proceed. Caleb's brain is on. No. <laughs> I'm gonna get. Caleb. I'm gonna get off that because that was out of pocket. It's okay. it's okay, Caleb. You can be a part of my family. We'll pretend that's your Pakistani too. Oh God. <laughs> out of pocket. Anyways. Um... <laughs> Um, Not only directed to you or your family, but I also have Native American descent, though. Like, look, look, look! All I'm saying is, everyone has a distinct smell. Period. Off of it. The end. End. For the record, for everyone who listens to this, I smell good. That's it. Oh my fucking god! This nigga really had. It. We know, Caleb. We know. You smell like Dove lotion. Thank but you. when it rains, everybody gonna fold, and that's I all I gotta I say. Care. Rain on me all you want. I smell good. All right, next subject. <laughs> um, 
let's see, problematic singers. We covered Nicki Minaj. Well, um, did we? Um, Chris Brown. <laughs> I got a lot about him. Go on. Just go on. Okay, first of all, why is he still a thing? And first, he's a colorist. He's a woman beater. And should I go on? You should. Just let him know. Give it to him. Like, like, oh my gosh, there's so many things. Like he he degrades black women, dark skinned black women, but but so in love with the light skinned black women. Like, how can you hate your own race because of the color of their skin, which they have been going through generation to generation and still on to this day? Like, I just don't understand that. And then first of all, his music is trash. I'm not like that. It's bad. It's it's terrible. Like, like back in 2011, it was okay. But he can sing. He's very talented. Trash. He can sing. Yeah, he can sing. Just no flavor. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I remember I was literally at church, and it was like choir head, so I don't attend church. My great aunt does, and so I was sitting there, and our like pianist, he was he was messing around the keyboard, and he started playing Undecided. And I was like, oh, that song, that song's good. And he was like, you know, but but you know he beat Rihanna, right? And he was like, yeah, but not everyone's raised like you. Not everyone has the same values. I was like, to not beat women? To not beat, to not domestic abuse, any, not, not domestically or physically abuse right. anyone, period? He was right. raised with that? Because, like, they, they try to justify him and say, oh, well, his mom, no. If he knows how it feels like, then maybe he shouldn't do it to others. I just don't understand that. Like, how can you give pain that you felt to someone and you know how bad it feels? Like, and Rihanna's a pretty-ass woman. I just don't understand how could he do that. And I love Rihanna. And, like, when I found that out, I was like, I hate Chris Brown. And the fact that people still joke about it to this day and say, oh, I'm about to go Chris Breezy. How is that funny? So you like beating on women? So you think it's funny? Like, I, I understand dark humor, but dark humor is when you make fun of your own jokes, not someone, like, I mean, own, like, trauma, not someone else's trauma. Like, I just don't understand that. Like, it's like white people making fun of slavery. Oh, yeah. Out of pocket. Which does happen. Out of pocket. Shouldn't even comment on it. Like, I'm going to go Chris Breezy. Nigga, fuck you and Chris Breezy. Right. Oh, did you know Tyler, the creator, is a colorist, too? Like, his music is so good. I read that, and then I found out that ASAP Rocky, and everyone knows how much I love ASAP Rocky. I found out ASAP Rocky was a colorist, and he didn't care about Black Lives Matter, and he said he shouldn't have to be the Martin Luther King Jr. in his music. And it was just a, it was a triple whammy to my heart. I was I have a Pinterest board for him. How dare he? Why can't these like, niggas I, just shut up and make music? Right. I just don't understand how you gonna hate a girl that looks exactly like you, the same color as you. I like how they and, hate dark skinned women but don't love but love their mothers. Yeah, their mothers. Right. Huh, Caleb? No, I, I was just agreeing with Vegas point. I, I'm it really makes me mad. Right. And then like like, I just don't get it because they say, oh, it's just a preference. No, a preference is like, oh, I don't like dark-skinned women. 
and then leave it as that. But no, they have to be like, oh, they're so ugly. Like, oh my gosh, they look like, oh my gosh, they're just so dark. I hate it. Like, don't, and they, they go on by calling them monkeys and everything. Like, come on, man. How you gonna rate, how, how you gonna hate someone that looks like you? But then love, oh, she's so light skinned. Look at that pale skin. Oh my gosh, that's colorism. I think it boils like, down to self-hate. Probably. And if it is, then they need to work on themselves instead of trying to bring everyone else now. Please. It's 2020. Go to therapy. That's normal. Go to therapy. Everyone needs a therapist. Oh, God. Free therapy for everyone. See, if we had elected Bernie Sanders, everyone would be getting therapy. And I stand by this. Right. Like, even if you the most happiest person in the world, just have a therapist just in case of those days that go wrong. God, you don't have to be crazy to go to a therapist. You can literally go to a therapist just because you want someone to talk to. That's it. Normalize therapy. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I don't want to go to therapy. I don't want people to think I'm weird. I don't think you're weird. Olivia doesn't think you're weird. Caleb most definitely doesn't think you're weird. Go to therapy. You got this. You can do it. You deserve it. Oh, can we just talk about the people who fake going to therapy and be like, oh, yeah, I I went to my therapist the other day and, like, I told him that I, like, killed my cat. People like, do that? Why? Yes. There mm. was this girl at our school that just lied about everything, like, to make it seem like that she's so psycho. Haha, <laughs> quirky, right? No, you're annoying. Go go do something. Go do something else. Like, go paint. Go read a book. Feel better about yourself. Because, like, she was just an attention seeker. And I hate that because people, people like her shouldn't exist. Because they just make people think, more people think, that going to therapy is only for crazy people. Glorification yeah. towards mental illness is never okay. Exactly. Yeah, I don't like that. It just makes it harder for people to get the resources they need. <sighs> oh. People doing that is so sick because it all boils down to being insecure. And that's an issue in itself. It's like, oh, why do you feel the need that you have to fake? Why do you feel like you have to fake needing therapy for attention? Are you not getting the attention you need at home? Do you not have any friends? Like, that shouldn't be your personality trait. That shouldn't be something you have to do. Right. Like, I just don't get it. Because, like, then they'd be like, oh, I cut and, like, stuff. And then, like, like, do you not understand how triggering, triggering that is to certain people? And to many people, a lot of people, I mean, like, a lot of people. And then she'd be like, don't look at my arms. I'm like, oh, my gosh, shut up. Like, she didn't She didn't have any scars. Because, like, we had PE together. She didn't have any scars. And I, I know they leave scars. Like, you're not about to sit here and tell me that they don't. No. And then, like, she just, she just tried to, like, do a lot of stuff. I don't know if she wanted to be my friend. I don't know if she wanted my pity. I don't know what she wanted. Now, seeking attention to that extent can be a mental illness in itself. Most of. 
Yeah, I, I think it is. I forgot what it's called. I think she's a pathological liar, and I'm not going to even cap. Yeah, that's that's what it is, I believe. Talking on that subject, man, that shit is so... I'm not claiming to have a mental disorder. I'm, this is really a side note from what we're talking about. That shit, when you start to believe your own lies, that's when you know you need to take a break. You need to stop, reevaluate, and... Like, I used to feel like I had to lie about the smallest stuff simply so I wouldn't get face ridicule. And I ended up tracing back to my home life. But to be honest, people need to know. Whoever's listening, whoever, whoever, whoever needs to know, take this if it resonates. You don't have to lie for people to like you. I wouldn't lie about the stuff I had or the stuff I did. No, that's just weird. I'm not going to lie about stuff like that. If you don't like me for what I do, what I like, where I live and stuff, or what I can and can't do, then you're just weird. You're icky. I never lied about that. But it was, like, the little stuff. Like, the um, like the stuff that I feared would make my friends or my family mad. Shouldn't be afraid of stuff like that. Don't don't tell white lies. Because the, in the end, they all turn out to be one big, horrible white lie. Right. You should never have to censor yourself for someone to accept you. Period! And always love yourself. And if people don't like who you are, then they wasn't meant for you. Exactly. Even though everyone should like who everyone is, because we all come in different shapes and sizes. To an extent. But those kind of huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) What were you about to say, Caleb? For real. I I was gonna say, to an extent, lying can be a very like important social skill. If it comes down to something as important as your safety and your well-being. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's for your, like, safety and well-being, then yeah, lie. Lie your ass off. Oh, God. But, like, if it's just, like, every day for, like, literally no reason, don't lie. Don't even open your mouth. Keep walking. Keep walking. If you feel like you have to lie to the people that you surround yourself socially, then you shouldn't surround yourself to them with them in the right. first place. It 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 becomes suffocating, honestly. Trying to keep up this facade. Like just be yourself, big dog. And if you don't like yourself, be alone until you like yourself. All right. And if being alone is something you can't handle, back to a point that we just made, everyone needs a therapist. Exactly. Everything comes full circle. Free therapy for everyone. When I'm president, that that's really it's really, really powerful. I will be. Are we disagreeing? No. I just, <laughs> okay. Damn, everything cool. I say, bro. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Do we cover everything? Hmm? Did we cover everything? We covered some problematic singers. We talked about we let's let's talk about colorism. That's what we were gonna talk about next. Let's let's go deeper into colorism and how big of a problem that is in the black community. Who, who Caleb, would you like to lead? Um I really haven't I really don't have that much insight on colorism, so I don't really feel like it's my place to lead. But I definitely do know that it's a very prevalent thing. In the black community? Yeah. 
Um, just like Olivia and I were talking about Tyler and um, ASAP Rocky. Oh, wow. Okay. So basically, simple definition. Travis Scott. Travis Scott, too. We can't forget Travis him. Scott, too. Yes, definitely. My nigga is Kardashian ass. Um, okay. So colorism, simple definition of colorism. It's the simplest I'm going to put it. I'll give you I'll give you an example. Dark skinned women, ugly as fuck. Monkeys, disgusting, bad. Light skinned and brown skinned women, beautiful. Epitome of beauty and grace and everything beautiful. Keep in mind, these are all black women. Like colorism stems from the ridicule and and um ridicule, what's the word I'm looking for? The ridicule and the notion that having dark skin is ugly. Like, not to mention all the other Eurocentric beauty standards in society to where you're supposed to think that white is beautiful. Like, with all that aside, it's literally just the thing that being dark-skinned is bad and that you should try to have as light skin as possible to be beautiful. Because that comes from being white is beautiful. So dark-skinned women, they suffer from colorism every day like getting a tan or they can't even tan or just exist in peace without someone telling you that color would look so pretty and you're so pretty for a dark skinned girl and you're so pretty for a black girl and this and this and that it's a little stuff it can go from um that color looks so pretty on you for being dark skinned to um dark skinned women are monkeys it can go from little to extreme and none of it is right And that's make, Understandably, that makes me mad. Like, just because you have Afrocentric features, that does not downplay your beauty by any means. Exactly. Dark skinned women are beautiful. So sorry. <laughs> and whoever thinks different is a prune. It, it really is mind boggling to me. Especially the black men, the dark-skinned ones especially, who stay lapping up under white girls. Especially white girls who don't even like them. It's the white girls who don't even like them that they want the most. And yet they have the audacity to call these women that look like their mothers and their uncles and their aunts and their nieces and their grandmothers and their great-grandmothers. They have the audacity to say to these women, you're ugly. Your skin is disgusting. I like white girls and I like brown skin girls. Maybe if you were a little bit lighter, I would like you. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up when you're literally the skin tone of the Black Sea. Like, it, and that's not me calling you ugly. That's me telling the truth. You are dark and you are beautiful and you should be proud of it and you should uplift your sisters. You shouldn't be putting them down simply because you have some self-hatred embedded deep inside you. Don't call these don't call black women ugly. Just just leave black women alone, period. If you have nothing nice to say, just don't say it. And I feel like everyone needs to hear that. Just don't say it. It is not nice. If it's not necessary and it's not nice and it doesn't make any sense. Just don't say it. Just don't say it. Easy. Exactly. Um, Animal Crossing mm. put in an what update else? where you can go to people's islands in your dreams. 
<laughs> That's very important news. Wow. Yeah, it's so cute. I saw Look. that already. Hearing Vega, uh, hearing her text me about Animal Crossing, hearing her talk to me about Animal Crossing, has made me want to play Animal Crossing, like, a lot. It's, it's so good. We should all get Nintendo Switches together and go to exactly. each other's islands. Online at the Nintendo website. They're all sold out at Target Where and Walmart and GameStop. I've checked. God, Animal Crossing has a oh. really big cult following. It's a good game. adorable Tom Nook and it's cute I can't wait for Build-A-Bear to make um, Animal Crossing plushies so I can go get one one thing real quick because I didn't find out about this until recently to the news reporter who said the n-word and tried to play it off like an accident when she was talking about Kobe Bryant's death you're a heathen and there's a special place in hell for you that's it she did that Yep. Let me Google that. How do you how how do you try and say how do you try and say the Lakers oh, when it comes out as the N word with a hard R? Oh, I saw that. Oh my god. I saw that when we that I saw that video when we were still in oh school. My god. She said niggers for sure. And then tried to play it off. I don't know what source it was. Bruh. Was she from Fox News? She says she denied saying it. Allison Morris. Where was she? It was on MSNBC. No. MSNBC is so... They're not leftist, sadly. I don't think they can get away with being radically leftist on national news. But they are very liberal. They're like the opposite of Fox News. I don't understand how she got away with this. I would she love to hear someone get immediately fired on the spot. Right after they said it. Also, I don't know if you're ever going to see this, right. but to the old white man that I also heard say the N-word in Target not too long ago. Come on, dude. What are we talking about? I just watched the video and it tuned out. Talking about an old white man who said the N-word in Target a little while ago. And I, like, walked past him. Indicator? You act like that's a shock. <laughs> it's, it's not, but I just... She, right. said, she said niggers. Um, that was clearly niggers. That didn't even sound like niggers. Mm-mm. Um, I saw two Hispanics um, ripping, ripping? Um, an American flag today. Oh, oh my God! Um, it's it's self hatred in it. It's mental illness. Right, I'm just like. Oh. 
I'm just like, um. Smile and nod, look away. Okay. I'm just going to bang. Smile and wave. Real quick. The Confederate flag is not Southern pride. Not the. Oh, yeah, it was a KKK flag. Is that. God. So, y'all pride is. And then people want to say that it's a part of the history of America. It's literally an anti-patriotic flag. Friendly reminder, Phineas and Ferb lasted longer than the Confederacy. Phineas and Ferb deserves more clout. Period. But no. If you know the I already true know it, don't remind me. I don't. Change the host. Show. You guys can talk about it after we finish this podcast. Hold on, wasn't okay. Fine. Okay. Yes, because that was my favorite show growing up. But Caleb, wasn't that sad? But anywho, um. But anywho. No, it was, that that flag was literally used as a symbol <laughs> of the South wanting to detach from the rest of the country simply because they still wanted the right to own slaves in America. How racist you gotta fucking be to fight a whole war? Like, really? It is so sick. It's sickening. Like, dang. Yes. I thought it was a series. Are y'all ready for the movie Cracker to come out? I thought it was a series. No, it's a movie. Huh? I thought it was like a limited series. Well, yeah, uh-uh. I'm, I want to watch it. Me too. For sure. Movies open back up next I'm week. Get looked at weird the okay, whole time. But... Don't worry, Caleb. You're with two black people. You'll be fine. Oh, God. If anything, they'll probably think we forced you to come see it. <laughs> They're going to be like, dude, fuck is he doing in here? Right. <laughs> I feel like we should cheer every time I we see someone get whipped. White people go to see it <laughs> and see how they like. Then when right. I start cheering, they're really gonna be like, "Dude, yeah, what the do fuck? it again!" I've been waiting for this one. Turn it up. Caleb, if you was a slave, you would oh, definitely slave. be like, like, like the, the, one... the right-hand man of the slave owner. <laughs> the slave owner's wife would probably pay extra attention to you. Are you saying that I'd be in an affair with the slave owner's wife? Yes! <laughs> I, don't even think, I don't think it could count as an affair. You would literally be 15, bucko. They'd, um, they'd kill me. Yeah, I don't think it, you can't really consent when you're a slave. But what if, what would it, what? Right, so. Okay, yeah, that, that this took a turn. Um, it took a horrible turn. I feel like you could overpower her, to be honest. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, she laid one hand on you. Pop! You had to slap that bitch. <laughs> Who's going to be the white mind, they gonna kill you. Ruth Never Bader mind. Ginsburg? Most likely. Yeah. Because Susan B. Anthony was racist. 
the whole old feminism movement, it was all really anti-black. It was very anti-black. Black women didn't get the right to vote until way after white women did. It was really sad. Mother Teresa was a terrible person. Okay, I did a whole fourth grade, no, third grade book report on Mother Teresa. You're not going to ruin her for me right now. Okay. I'll let you do your research after. We'll talk about this later. Needed this. <laughs> Who was Mother Teresa? She was, she was a nun. I need to let I need to let everyone know publicly that Olivia thought Helen Keller was black until uh, like the day before yesterday. <laughs> she was so confused. <laughs> you don't know it's, it's bro, bro, that you, you like were did you have to bring that up? Like you said that she was racist and everything. Like when y'all tell me that she was. She doesn't like no, how the I'm black trying, people's I'm still skin trying feels. To figure out how she's gonna be blind and racist and deaf. She oh, likes those reptile ass. Do we have a? I, Helen I got Helen soft skin. She must not like. Yes. Her. How did she even know who she was oppressing? <laughs> exactly. That just proves that um, racism is taught and it's not part of human stuff. Racism is taught. Any like, form of prejudice it's is taught. It's solid evidence right there that racism is taught. Right. Because growing up as a kid, you're going to listen to your parents and be like, yeah, well, my mommy told me this. So I oh, yeah. Helen Keller had a black a child servant. You're ugly because of your skin color. Um, throw the whole woman away because obviously oh her ears Pick and her an eyes issue. work, and now her brain doesn't work. Take a struggle, please. Can't can't have all three. You already right. a triple threat. The way she learned to communicate was cool. I can't wait to see her in hell. Right. I'm gonna be on the phone. Yeah. That was that was the edgiest thing you've ever said. It's also true. Um, first of all. You can have can, it. Can y'all stop trying to steal, like, for me? Damn. I, I oh, my God. It, Caleb, what? you don't have to fight me for it. And I Everyone know wants to so. fight me. You're an easy target. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you mean the long hair that you can't read? That long hair is going to get burnt. In I know this nigga did not just make a high joke. Okay, 5'10". Oh, you okay. Really, you okay. really underestimate the power of high heels. 5'11". Okay. You're really 5'10". <laughs> it's the silky hair. Silky hair for me. No, it's the tangled hair for me. <laughs> what are we talking about? It's the combing it every day and it's, it's still the being don't know how to brush it for me. me. It's, it's an issue. <laughs> it really is. Ooh. It's the Gossieri goatee for me. I'm kidding. It's over. It's over. <laughs> I'm going to shave it right now. No! <laughs> I'm shaving it right now. No! Leave it alone. You I just, like it. You just compared no! me. <laughs> it's the porn stash right. for me. You know what? 
Hold on. No, Caleb, are you serious? I'm shaving it in this episode. If he shaves it off, I'll cry. We were kidding. If you shave off the goatee, I'm no longer claiming you. We was just kidding. And I like the goatee. You don't look like guys. I like mustaches. And I'm cutting my hair. I don't care anymore. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. This is a sensitivity for me. It's being sensitive for me. You know what? Now, now I'm gonna embrace the Guy Fieri thing. I'm gonna, gonna get a, I'm, I'm gonna get a bowling shirt with flames on it. I'm gonna cut my hair and get frosted tips, and I'm gonna dye my goatee blonde. I think I'm playing. Don't you dare! Um, it... Let's just leave the look alone. Period. Can we not? Exactly. I thought I looked good today, but now I don't. <laughs> you do. We were just clowning you because to clown you. I hated you. We we right, right. I can't think of any. You can say one. Oh my god, it's not that hard. Here, I'll do it about myself. No, shut up. You got burning a tip of my hair for me. I I don't even care that we're filming anymore. Not filming, but recording. I don't even care that we're recording anymore. You you get onto me for self deprecation constantly. I'm not going to sit here and let you do it. And you know, it's about to be funny. Hold no. on. Hold on. No. Olivia, tell him to be quiet. Oh, which one? Vega, it's the profile picture for me. Oh, oh it's the trying to have oh, sex with Mr. Bennett for me. Because you made oh, <laughs> wait about Shane Dawson. I don't see why it's clout. He did blackface, he said the n-word more than once confidently, and he and he uploaded it thinking that he was doing something. And he keeps saying that he's a black woman. And like he just like no, he ain't got racist people too. His husband, him. Yeah, nigga, fuck you, fuck your pedophile looking ass. I don't know how you got away with him. You know he had a little thing with the. You know the Fred guy. Yeah. So Shane Dawson, when he was an adult, Fred was like maybe fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Um, 14 at the lowest. It was late at night, and Shane Dawson, basically, adult Shane Dawson was texting child Fred, and under the impression they were about to have sex. And then um, Fred blocked him, and they never spoke again. And this nigga spoke about this loudly on an interview. And he also had a show with the um, the brothers who make the little react videos online. They had a show where he was literally co-starring with an eight-year-old girl, a puppet who was supposed to be an eight-year-old girl, who said she was so heavily sexually abused, she didn't know what anything meant. And so they had this little girl, this eight-year-old girl, the sexual abuse victim, a puppet, a child puppet, saying things like, what's come, Shane? And Shane, can we do this and this and that? 
constantly sexualizing her with adult shame. But I don't realize how these people just sit there and think that this is good and that this is smart. Like, what goes through your head? Right. And not to mention, he's li- he literally had he's mentally unstable. He watched he went on live and watched Toddy Westbrook's video, and when she was saying she got molested. He was sitting there freaking out saying, I got molested too. I got molested too. I got molested too. You are a liar. Like, nigga, what? It's not a competition. Calm down. All the stuff he's done is just... Exactly. He was like literally 19 fucking kissing a 13-year-old girl at his meet and greet. Um, sir. Calm down. On the mouth. Like open mouth and telling um one of his under he was on Omega with his mom he was an adult he was telling this underage girl that was his fan that was his fan to twerk on video um sir stop it no that's a good question probably like how, why is and I hope that all his shit him? gets taken away. Exactly. Because, like, how can he, like, openly say in a podcast saying, oh, like, there was a six-year-old girl. She had, like, so many followers. And I was like, what's your Instagram? And she was like, oh, my gosh. And he literally called her sexy on the podcast. And then he was trying to justify it by saying, well, she was being too sexual and stuff. She was a cheerleader. And she was six. What do you found? What do you find sexy about a six-year-old? And why do men think that just because they're quote unquote being sexy? If you find a six-year-old sexy, then you should just know. On D'Angelo Wallace's video, and he literally had a justification for pedophilia. This man was sitting here, and he was saying, "Okay, here's my justification for pedophilia. This is what Shane Dawson was saying." He said. So why can these people who have foot fetishes and all these weird fetishes, they have websites that they can go to and they can jerk off to that stuff. But if someone wants to look at, like, a naked baby, why can't they do that? And, like, the people on the podcast were like, why would you even want to do that, though? Like, no. And he sat there and he kept going. He was like, no, 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 hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. He was like, and they asked him, did you do this? And he was like, no, I didn't jack off, but I, like, Googled naked baby. And, I mean, all this stuff is out there. And I'm like, nigga, what? It's sickening. Right. Like, like people shouldn't hide their bodies just because people like him. And the fact that people are trying to, like, pedophilia in the LGBTQ community is very sick. And they're trying to make us look bad. Battered like did we already look because of homophobic homophobic people and people who be like, oh, that's a sin, that's a sin. And like just like, oh my God, just stop. Like, it's just terrifying and horrible because, like, no, pedophilia is wrong. And, like, they shouldn't be. No, just no. I don't see how people get turned on by a six-year-old, a 10-year-old, or anyone that's underage. 
like I get it. Like age uh, age gap is like two or three years. It apart. really depends. It depends. Or maybe four, maybe maybe five. Right. Because every place is different because like for instance, the age of consent in Korea. In Japan is it's like only fourteen in both parties. Japan are 14. fourteen. And Yeah, I saw that. Really? Okay, okay. Well in Korea I think it's different. I believe in Mexico the age of consent is really low. I believe. <sighs> wow. Um yeah. Wow. Like that, eleven um, or something. Um, that that makes I am uncomfortable with the energy we've created in the studio today. I mean, like, I don't know if it's culture or something, because I like I don't I'm not really educated on that type of stuff, so I don't want to like bash yeah, anybody culture course. because I think every culture is beautiful. But like, someone groom you. And, like, because, like, gypsies, they go out early to search for a husband, like, like, you know, like, at a very young there, age. Like there there are 10. forms of marriage in like, other cultures. Like, that's normal that, for them because that, that's part like, of their cultures culture. that have absolutely no sexual connotation whatsoever. Like, I, I, I don't, really? don't want to mess like, up explain? and seem, like, I, I am kind of uneducated on the topic. But I don't want to mess up and name a wrong country or like a wrong like tribe of people or anything. But I, I believe that there are tribes, and maybe in Africa, I'm not sure, but um, where uh, very young people will will get married with young people from other families for to share land for financial support. Where there's absolutely no sexual connotation with it, like towards it at all. I wish we could normalize marriage here just between yeah, that friends makes sense. for like that the financial sense. benefits and stuff. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. a really nice switch. Instead of trying um, to normalize, here's a message, government. You not. Um, we have a president yeah. with over forty plus rape allegations. Can we please change that next time? Thank you. I saw him. And can we not vote for someone who's like. And over 10 of those racist, are underage girls. So I would like all like, of you to do very yeah. hard thinking. And please tell me is a low unemployment rate, which was started. Please give me something good that Trump has done other than a low unemployment rate. But it's like a low unemployment rate, which was started, the trend was started by Obama, but no one gave him credit for that. Um, are y'all, is that really worth it to have a racist, homophobic, sexist, xenophobic, transphobic, um, rapey, rapist who has raped underage girls? Is that really worth it to keep someone like that in office? Like, if that's really all you want, then you could have, like, elected someone like Bernie or Alexandria, Ka- oh, well, she's not running for president. But Bernie or Joe Biden, even though he's just as racist, but you know, better than Trump. Um, let's see, like anyone else, literally anyone else would have worked. I, 
Oh, can we talk about how um sex trafficking is a thing and how yes. welfare is selling these overpriced cabinets of the girls who kids, got period. been missing? Like it's right. Those well, names, women, those exact names kids. and the high prices. And like the Wayfair CEO said that wasn't happening, but like weirdly enough, he took it all off the website or whoever took it all off the website. So what I want to know is something's going on. That's sus. Looking a little shisty. Really sus. I saw it. Right. And so just be safe out there because yeah, men really. and women can be sex trafficked. Don't go anywhere alone. Don't go to big crowds alone. Always keep always send your location to two to three friends and family. Um, never put down your drink at a party. Never go anywhere with someone you don't know. Never go to the bathroom alone. It's sad that I have to say all this, but it's true. Always just be cautious. Always go to the bathroom with friends. Yes. Right. Get your own shit. And never let anyone pour your drink. Did you know, like, bartenders, like, like when a man asks for, like, a certain drink, they'll roofie it? Yes. Like, even, like, we saw this in movies so many times, and it's actually true. Like, they'll ask for the name of a drink, and the bartender will roofie it for them? That's, that's a, that should be illegal. Yeah, basically. I mean, I'm sure it is, but, like... I mean, it's they just they just like put a drink in and like roofie it. And what are roofies uh, they're actually a really for? Potent why, form why, of muscle what electric. was they like originally made for? Yeah. Okay, so people are just using this to rape people. Okay. That's really sad because, like, we we get medicine and we use it for this. You serious, man? Like, come on. Twenty twenty. That's sad. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, this has been happening world, for dude. a long time. A lot. A lot of stuff has been like being are is being uncovered in twenty twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna With say real fact, quick. Where did Anonymous song, go? But at least it happened. They fucking dipped out. Anonymous is an idea. To be honest, I'm really skeptical at that 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 was the real anonymous. If you do some research. Like there is no real anonymous, but if you do some research, it turns out Anonymous biggest hackers got arrested back in twenty fifteen or so. And I know that anonymous is more of an anonymous is more of an idea, but it's like I feel like they were just there, uncovering some stuff, reblocking all this stuff, getting people really invigorated in, in the movement. I mean, if you look on their Twitter, the Twitter accounts are still active. They still retweet and they still tweet. They're just not doing the big stuff that people were giving them attention for. They got a lot of attention because it's literally been a year since anonymous has explicitly come out, come out. And like been active, so I feel like that's why they got all the hype. 
I mean, it was good that he did that stuff, though. And then he did, like, uncover, like, a lot of yeah. private documents and stuff. So what like, he did uncover he did a require a lot of skill, though. So you can, you that's how you know that there are hackers out there that exactly. associate themselves with Anonymous. That have the capabilities to uncover really, really hidden details about certain people and certain groups of people. Yeah. The speech was still badass. I stand by that. The saying, we are legion. It really was. I... Yeah, we can always report tomorrow. I think we covered everything for today. So I guess we're just over. Okay. Yeah, true. Um, I was Vega. So. I was arrested killers of Breonna Taylor. Period. Um, I, I was, was a little. Yeah. Why, though?